0: When building an entrepreneurial business, you will never reach the goals you want for your business or yourself without systematizing your business. On the Building to Scale podcast, our mission is to help you, the entrepreneurial business owner, find clarity in what is holding you back in your business today, as well as guide you in building a more profitable, scalable, and ultimately saleable business. In today's episode, our own Jeff Chastain reflects on a recent coaching session with a client. Like most small business owners, this individual was struggling to come up with enough hours in the day to do everything that needed to be done. Ultimately, while this business owner was working really hard, they were not going anywhere fast. Now, here is Jeff Chastain.
1: Good morning, and if you're listening to this on the the release date, it's a great new morning here, looking out onto a, a week full of potential, honestly. Jeff Chastain here, and Honestly, this past week, I was I was working here with one of my small business clients, and by small, I mean really small, as in solo business owner with a, a part-time assistant kind of a thing here, really uh, been in business for several years kind of a thing, but still early stage business here. And with my clients, with my coaching sessions, I always make it a point to wrap up every session by asking about their current mindset any feedback that they may have kind of with regards to the process up to that point, which note for, for self and for you, always a good idea to make sure you know what your customers are really thinking there. And overall, again, the feedback was, was really good. We've been working through uh, ideas really of setting up standardized processes in his business. And honestly, he'd seen the value, he'd seen the light, understands, yes, this is the path that he needed to go down here. But at the same time, he suggested that we might be pushing a little too hard, a little too fast here with the the monthly sessions and the new tools, the new ideas that we were putting together every single month. And he made the comment that 30 days, obviously, between sessions were just simply not long enough to be able to start implementing any of these ideas in the business, given all of the work that he had on his plate. And Hey, I I get it. I've been there before, and in, and truly, in some respects, I still am right there. But the reality, though, is that as small business owners, we simply wear a lot of hats. That's, that's kind of the nature of being a small business, especially if you're still in the solo kind of business, solopreneur. And I had a guest actually last season refer to it as 50 or 60 hats, which granted, probably a bit of an exaggeration, depending upon how granular you want to get with it. But the point was still the same nonetheless. And when we talk about the hats that we wear. It includes things like marketing or networking, uh, bookkeeping, janitor services, and just the the list can go on and on right there. And then there's always that one pesky hat where we actually deliver our product or service. And of course, that typically is where we spend the vast majority of our time and for good reason right there. Obviously, that's, that's our revenue generating piece. To put a name on that, that, that hat's typically the, the operator or the technician hat. Now, let me back out of this for a second here and ask you a question. Why did you go into business in the first place? I mean, a corporate job has a, a nice steady paycheck, has benefits, honestly, somebody else to handle all those hats that we don't really want to wear and, and you're not really good at wearing anyways. So when I look at this or when I talk to most small business owners and ask them this question, the answer is typically some variation of of freedom of some sort. So uh, freedom from the man, freedom from the boss over you at that point. You want freedom to do things your way. Your way is better. You want uh, freedom to work your own schedule, to set your own schedule. You want Freedom truly to to work from the beach or to at least work from the back porch on a a nice cool morning kind of a thing. And you want financial freedom and and the ability to choose your projects, to to choose which clients you want. You don't have to take on anything and everything that comes along. And even along those lines, taking it a step further, you want the freedom to take vacations, take time away from those projects or clients while still maintaining your, your financial lifestyle. So to kind of ask it in a bit of a point-blank situation or a manner, how's that working for you today? I mean, like I said, that's what I was thinking 15-plus years ago when I transitioned from from corporate to launching my own technology consulting business, that it was all freedom, all all set your own hours, this is going to be great, pick which clients I want to work with, don't have to answer anybody, it's going to be great. And what I frequently or quickly found out there, though, was that in wearing that operator hat, I was simply trading time for dollars. And there's a problem with that, unfortunately, in that there's only so much time in the day and the value of your services typically has a fixed ceiling. Your clients, you you only raise prices so far before your customers are going to say, no, we're not paying that anymore. And this is where, again, my client was that I have to put in the hours to make the money to keep the business running. I've I've got to put in the hours in networking to make sure that the pipeline stays full so that, again, I can put in the hours to make the money there. I don't have the hours to spare or Honestly, if I did, I'd probably be working more billable hours, right? That's that's the kind of mentality that again he was coming back with and that I, I see all the time there. And what I picture when I hear that is have you ever seen a hamster running on a hamster wheel? I mean, we had hamsters for a, a short period of time when I was growing up and if you've never had that, uh, let's call it a privilege before. So hamsters are these little rodents that you keep inside of a, a cage here. And you have to change out the, the straw or the hay, the wood, whatever shavings was in that cage on a regular basis. Otherwise it starts to stink something awful there. But the thing here is it's still a moderate sized cage and the, the hamsters need their exercise. The bottom line is it's not that big of a, a space right there for them. So what you do is you put this this contraption in here that at least to me looks a lot like a, a Ferris wheel that the hamster can climb inside of this wheel there that's that's mounted vertically there and they can sit there and run and run and run as much as they want, as fast as they want. So it, it gets them that exercise and to kids, it's entertaining to watch. The reality though is this hamster is spending Lots of energy, lots of effort, to go absolutely nowhere. As, as much as he runs or she runs on that, that hamster wheel, literally not moving anywhere, or they're, they're running in place. And this is the trap that I see a lot of small business owners finding themselves in. Again, I have to put, I have to use uh, my time to put in more billable hours to make my numbers of the other month. Otherwise, I'm out of business, and there's there's truth to that. But going back to what I said earlier, there's only 24 hours in a day, and I've yet to meet anybody that can actually work all 24 hours of, of any given day, much less several days in a row. And again, beyond that, your cust- your services have a fixed value to your services. So if it takes you three hours to produce a contract as a lawyer, or to produce a a drawing as an architect or, or patch a network as an IT technician, your revenue is pretty much fixed at that point if you're truly looking at it from time and cost perspective. Now, the unfortunate truth in going down this path that I see a lot of business owners with is you're gonna spend the next 10, 20, 30 years, whatever, doing this and you're gonna get to that day where you wanna retire or you wanna sell the business only to find out there is no business. As soon as you step away, the business stops because there's nobody else there putting in those same hours. So you've basically spent the last 10, 20, 30 years again running that hamster wheel. And instead of creating a business, what you've done is simply create yourself a job and one that probably doesn't have a pension or retirement benefits, anything like that attached. So enough of the doom and gloom kind of a thing. Anytime I'm hearing somebody talk that way or describe things that way, my question is always, how are you gonna change this? I I, I wanna work with people that are are looking for active change, not that are happy sitting in their their pit of despair there. So how are you going to change this? How are you gonna make your business different here? And going back to the idea of the hats that we kind of touched on early on, there's one hat that we missed. And truthfully, most small business owners tend to miss it. And it's right there in the name, this is the owner hat. Now, if you think about a larger business, a larger company, if you worked inside of another company earlier on, the owner, be it the actual owner, the founder, the CEO, the president, whatever their title is, is not the one down in the trenches each and every day. They're not on the front lines, helping customers or building widgets most of the time. They may be occasionally, but still that's not their primary focus or their primary role. So when they're sitting up there in that nice big cushy office, what what are they doing? Their role is simply to drive the business forward through strategy and through management. In other words, Honestly, pretty much everything we talk about from a systemization standpoint. You see, they and their team, probably, are in charge of developing and maintaining that strategic plan for the company. And that includes, really, everything from identity and vision to the the long-term goals, and then all the way back down to what are our quarterly priorities, what are our our current initiatives that are going to drive those longer-term goals there. they lead the the charge when it comes to developing your people strategy, finding out the right or finding the right resources, uh, getting all those right resources, all those right people in the right place in the right seats at the right time, and then they drive the forward initiatives here to increase productivity, increase performance, to streamline operations, and hopefully increase both revenue and profitability there at the same time. But all this stuff is—it's big business stuff, right? We—we don't need that in a small business. We don't need that kind of overhead. We don't—we don't have time for all that as a small business owner. And there, in line, there—there lies the problem, right there in that statement. As a small business owner, we rarely pick up and put on that owner's hat. We rarely have the time or think about putting that hat on. What we're simply focused on is today, trying to get out as many billable hours, trying to get out as many widgets as we can as possible in our working day today. And kind of, as I've said before, like I said, I'm right there with you from a small business perspective from that respect, you've got to do, I don't don't bill hourly for, for coaching services, but the idea is still the same. You've got to deliver a product or service there. But here's the difference and Tactic number one here today, as a general rule, I typically try to limit Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of each week to coaching. In other words, the, the the technician type work, the operator type work, the delivering of my service at that point. Now, this doesn't always work out that way. For example, I know next week I've got my uh, the peer group that I'm a, I'm a part of, the, the group council meetings meeting next Tuesday morning, so that'll impact my coaching schedule for that week. But... Having that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday lockdown for coaching is still my goal on a weekly basis. Now, last I checked, weeks have seven days, and at least here in the U.S., we traditionally try to make that a five-day working week. So I've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday lockdown. Mondays are my admin days. In other words, the... The day where all of those other hats get dealt with, all those other hats get worn. So things like planning for coaching sessions, uh, podcast recordings, writing for the blog, things like that. And then on the other end of the week, Fridays honestly can vary. Sometimes there's honestly carryover work that didn't get done on Monday or, I don't know, something happens during a session there that I need to follow up on, kind of a thing there on Friday there. But if not, if if I can really focus during the week then those Fridays turn into free days. And that's really my goal there, is to call Friday each week a free day. Now, free day, maybe simply that's a, a fun project that I wanna work on, or maybe it's a three-day weekend at that point. But regardless of which, that's that's my formula, that's what I sit there and set up for my week each and every week, and it, it does evolve over time. And like I said, next week, it'll adapt a little bit. And I'm not trying to say that is the right formula for you or for your business. What I'm trying to say though here is you need a plan. You need to be able to drive your week forward, not letting your week drive you. And you need to have that plan and work to stick towards that plan. So again, that's today's first actionable takeaway. Build yourself a plan. Maybe right now, hey, it's, it's only a half day admin day or a, a free day only happens once a month kind of a thing. That's perfectly fine. The key here, though, is to have that plan and for you to control your time, you to control your week and stick to that plan over time. Now, today I'm going to give you a, a two for one special kind of a thing. So we've got that idea of the plan here. Now I want to put, you, now put your, your operator hat back on here. I mean, we just cut down the number of working hours in your week. So how are you gonna keep the money flowing? How are you gonna keep the customers happy at that point now with fewer working hours? So this is where those other two pillars of systemization come into play. The playbook and the performance management side. So first of all, while you're working, i.e. wearing your operator hat here, I want you to grab a notepad and keep that notepad right next to you and simply write down quick little note here as to what tasks you're doing and roughly how much time you're spending on it. Just just keep a log there as you're going out throughout your day and then really do that for even a couple of weeks here before you, you take a look back at it and really figure out where you're spending your time. and. I say this is this is key in, in a lot of areas really to having true clarity in what's going on in your business regardless of the size whether it's just you or whether you've got a whole team there you've got to have real actionable data that you can analyze and make decisions on so that's what this log is for is to say okay truly where am i spending my time how much of it because if you're like most people there's probably times on that list where you're bouncing back and forth between tasks, getting interrupted by emails, calls, etc. cetera, maybe not necessarily even being the most focused or the most productive there. And this is really where a, a simple time management strategy kind of thing comes into play. Block out your calendar for focus hours. And what I mean by that is turn off the phone, turn off email, close your door, whatever the case may be, so that you can work uninterrupted. And then do that for two hours, three hours, whatever your time frame is, then take a break. Again, check your emails, return calls. So again, you can stay on top of things, but you've got that specific block time right there that is truly focused only on that one task at hand. And then second, go back to that list. Take a look at how much of your time is spent doing work that honestly doesn't require your expertise. I mean, in the case of the lawyer I was working with, he was still spending a lot of time doing research, pulling together data for these contracts, doing a lot of just basic grunt work when all that was really required from a, a developing the contracts that he needed to produce. The actual work that he was doing really only a small fraction of that required his level of expertise. So, this is where that playbook kind of concept comes into play. So, we're actually working to build playbooks, in some cases, just simple checklists of what needs to be done for each type of project or each type of contract. And then he can have an assistant do a lot of that manual grunt work so that he only spends a fraction of the time that he was spending before in the final assembly stage, if you call it that, of the project. So actually reviewing the final language, making sure that everything's entered right, etc. And his assistant costs a lot less and frees up his time at the same time. But the key here to really making that work is it takes an initial investment to have the, the time put together to put that system together, put that playbook together before involving that assistant because otherwise it never works it that way. So having to wear that owner hat again with that goal of getting off the hamster wheel. Now I wish here there was some magical answer that I could tell you on how to make this, this easier, how to make this, this process easier. But the bottom line is simply that as a small business owner, if you want to get beyond that stage of just having a job, just running on that hamster wheel, you've got to make the decision to invest back into your business. And you've got to decide that, okay, I'm going to put on the owner hat for whatever block of time each week. And kind of in the other words of of Michael Gerber, you've got to block out that time to work on your business instead of always working in it. So... Quick little recap here. First off, again, set out a schedule, block your focus time on your calendar for specific activities that includes your time to work on your business, that time to put on that owner hat. Second, keep track of what you're working on and where you're actually spending your time there on that that notepad there, and then really look to start identifying what tasks could be delegated if you had them documented out, if there was a checklist, if there was a playbook for it, what pieces of that could you hand off to somebody else? Reclaim a bit of your time right now that's spent on stuff that honestly doesn't need your expertise. So if you're struggling with this idea or honestly, most more like the, the implementation of this idea is where I find most people, then the good news, I guess if you call it that, is you've got lots of company for sure. Now, the even better news here is that we're building a community of people, honestly, just like you, with the sole purpose of being able to help each other out, ask questions, get accountability, etc. So, again, if you've got any questions, again, simply need some accountability with this, I invite you to join us over at the Building to Scale community today. Just jump over to buildingtoscale.com/group, and you can get a, an invite right there to the community. Now. With that, I'm gonna sign off here because honestly, I've got a few more projects I need to get done here today. And I want to have my Friday freed up this week. So until next week, again, this is Jeff Chastain, simply with that reminder to simply take one step today, just just one little step towards building a more profitable, more scalable, and ultimately saleable business. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Building to Scale podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please take a moment and leave us a rating in your favorite podcast player, as that helps other entrepreneurs find the show. Then, if you are the owner of a small, entrepreneurial business, come join the Building to Scale community, where we provide additional coaching and support to business owners just like you. Request your invite at buildingtoscale.com group. Thanks again for listening.